Hey there, listeners. It's Kimberly with a forbidden knowledge warning. This episode contains knowledge about things that happened in the past of Blaseball that can't be found on the website today. So if you don't want to hear stuff about that, just give this entire episode a pass, honestly. Okay, with that, on to the episode. You are listening to Take Me Out to the Ball Game, the world's most data-driven baseball podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Dauber, and I use she-her pronouns. Today's episode is about baseball by the numbers. In baseball statistics, we can collect and analyze data about teams and players to strategize, make predictions, and better understand the game. But stats can be a little intimidating to get into. So today we're here with Firewall Andrews of Flan Graphs and the Blaseball News Network, who will help us understand what's going on with all these numbers. And by the way, a lot of the stuff that we're talking about here can be found on blaseball-reference.com. So if you're able to look at that website while you're listening to this episode, you're going to have a really good experience. So I cannot wait to get into stats with all of you. We will be right back with them after this short break. This episode of Take Me Out to the Blall Game was sponsored by the Blaseball Baby Anti-Racism Resources. There is no bigotry in Blaseball, but it takes effort to keep it that way. The good news is that you can help by educating yourself about anti-racism. Some of the folks in the Blaseball Baby Discord server have created an amazing document full of resources about anti-racism for Blaseball fans of all sorts. Writers, artists, role players, LGBTQIA plus people, white people, people of color, and just everyone really. I looked into some of them and there was enough content to keep me learning for months. Check out the link in the show notes or ask for the Blaseball Baby Anti-Racism Resources document in the main Discord server. Or head over to the Serious Business channel in the Blaseball Baby Discord. Thank you for helping to make the Blaseball community a more welcoming place for everyone. Hey there, Blaseball fans. We are back. You're listening to Take Me Out to the Blall Game. We are currently talking to baseball statistician extraordinaire Firewall Andrews of Flan Graphs and the Baseball News Network. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, so, Firewall, can you first introduce yourself? What should we call you? What are your pronouns? And is the commissioner doing a great job? Yeah, so uh, I, I go by Firewall, Firewall Andrews. Uh, I'm the lead writer at Flangraphs, and uh, I use he, him, his pronouns. And <sighs> sure, yeah, the commissioner's doing a great job. Yeah, let's go with yes. All right, all right. Thank you for that thoughtful answer. <laughs> so you're really into baseball statistics. I'm just wondering, what's your background in this area? How did you get into it in the first place, doing all this math about baseball players? Yeah, so so it's a kind of interesting story, and it ties into one of the biggest moments in, in baseball history. Um, mm. I grew up in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, and mm-hmm. was an LA Tacos fan when they started, but that's because I was one of the kickball players that was originally in the area that got recruited to be the baseball team. I just wasn't one of the ones who was tricked into signing up. 
So mm-hmm. I started just going to the games. And then, of course, the Grand Unslam happened, mm-hmm. the Time Rift mm-hmm. opened, et cetera, et cetera. Yep, yep. And um, that started introducing different people into uh, Los Angeles. And one of them was someone who came from a plane where they had this thing called baseball. And huh. they told me how similar baseball was to baseball and taught me all these statistics about it. And so I sort of started studying it and reading about it. And I sort of went from there. Now I'm getting paid in peanuts, literally, by playing yeah. graphs to, to study stats for baseball. And it's it's pretty cool. Wow, that's really, really neat. Yeah, I love that baseball has managed to bring together people from so many different worlds. It's so cool. And realities and timelines, yes. Yeah, <laughs> just just everywhere. Okay, okay. So you got some pretty solid. Uh, you got some pretty solid baseball. Baseball. Ugh, it's so weird to say. Baseball background going on. All right. Well, you're here to tell us a little bit about it. So. Just to start off with, what? tell me some things that people are love about baseball statistics. What's cool about them? If I'm mostly into baseball for the stories and the game and team aspect, how can baseball statistics improve my life and enjoyment of the game? Yeah, so I, I think the main thing to consider here is, is what I want to talk about today with you is not what a lot of people will refer to as like star ratings or Mm. or what have you for the players. Lots of people assign these arbitrary star ratings to players. And, and and that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is recording what the players do and then Mm. measuring it after the fact to see how well they've been performing. And what that does is that gives you the chance to see who does better than expected who does worse than expected how things change over time and Mm -hmm. it sort of provides this uh source of information outside of the times when you know the shelled one is having a boss battle against the shoe thieves or you know etc 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 um it just provides an extra level of things to follow so that when there is some downtime you can kind of go see oh how is Jalen hot dog fingers doing as an actual pitcher and not as Uh. a you know indebted being to a microphone or peanut or what have you yeah yeah it does sound nice and concrete it's some it's another part of baseball that people can follow Mm -hmm, exactly all right so we've got some of this data i've noticed when i've looked through stuff like this there's a lot of different acronyms and terminology that I don't really that I'm not really familiar with. Can you tell me how I can get started with looking into baseball stats? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, first of all, when you're just watching a baseball game, you mm-hmm. see some common words coming up, right? Like okay. you'll see that a pitcher has thrown a ball or a strike. So, these are all the actions that are being tracked by Sibber and by the site Blaseball Reference. And so Blaseball Reference, when I refer to stats, like that's what I'm referring to. And again, like they're being compiled and added to Blaseball Reference and and sort of combined into these composite stats that show how 
players are doing over time. So in game, you have things like the fielder's choice and the sacrifices. And those mm-hmm. things may even be a bit of jargon that people who aren't familiar with baseball or baseball don't know. So mm-hmm. just real quick on those fielder's choice means that someone hit the ball and the d- defense threw out a different runner than the person who hit it. Mm-hmm. And then the person who hit it got to first base safely. So okay. there was a hit and there was an out, but the person who hit it isn't the one who got out. Uh, they happen a lot in baseball. So okay. uh, there you go. If anyone was curious about that. And then also sacrifice. Sacrifice is kind of the opposite. It means that players moved up a base and scored, but the person mm-hmm. who hit the ball was out. Okay. Um, and this is notable if, if people were watching the the finals between the, the crabs and the shoe thieves. Uh, the ball was caught so far away from fourth base that they ran home before the ball could get there. Oh, um, and okay. so the hitters were out, but the runners got to move forward because they were able to run before they got tagged out. I see. So the hitters sacrificed them being able to get to a base in exchange for somebody being able to score or advance exactly. a base. Exactly. Okay. I think the the big the big picture things that if you want to know how good a player is doing, mm-hmm. here's just a couple of, of things to look at. The first is um, you'll you'll see a lot of people use the abbreviation RBI. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That stands for runs batted in, and that is the number of that that balls that a hitter has hit has resulted in scores. So you'll even see some cute things. Uh, we were talking a little bit before the show about Torby Short for uh, the Yellowstone Magic. Uh, the fans have a little chant where they go Chorbi because it kind of <laughs> looks like the end of her name. But yeah, the the RBI is a common one because obviously that's the whole point of the game, right? Is scoring, yeah, you want to score points. So score points defeat the peanut. Exactly. Okay, so there's so there's RBIs, which are. How many times do I hit the ball and somebody scores, even if it mm-hmm. wasn't me? Mm-hmm. What else can I use to follow Blaze Ball stats? Sure. We're going to look at OBP, which stands for on base Ooh. percentage. And that is the number of times you've reached base divided mm-hmm. by the number of times you've been up to bat. Oh, okay. So it's just an overall measure of how many times you've gotten a hit or a walk versus something that got caused an out instead. It can okay. be confusing because it's a... <laughs> It's represented instead of as a percentage, which it totally should be. It's represented as three numbers after a decimal point. So it looks okay. imposing. But if you're a baseball fan and you want to see, oh, is, is my favorite player good at getting on base? If they have an on base percentage, an OBP, that is higher than, let's just say around like 333, and that's 0.333. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're reading it on the site, that's very good. Um, the elite mm. ones are like 380, 390. If you think that, oh, hey, my favorite player is on, on base all the time. Let me go look at the stats. You may find that their OBP is very high. Or you may find that it's low and you just happen to see them get on base all the time, which is also yeah. cool. But yeah. it just means that maybe you're, you're a lucky charm for them rather than being <laughs> genuinely good at it. Huh. Okay. So these sound like they're for batters. There's RBI, which is how many runs can I get my team to score when I'm at bat? Mm-hmm. There's OBP, which is if I'm at bat, how likely am I to be able to actually get on base from that? Mm-hmm. Are there any uh, for pitchers? Yeah. So the big, big one for pitchers is ERA, and that is earned run average. ERA is runs allowed per nine innings okay so if you go look at a player's era it will be a number usually between zero and ten 
It can be higher than 10. If it is, that's very bad. It is just the number of runs that they've allowed averaged out to how many would this be per nine innings pitched? Okay, which is like approximately how many runs they allow per game? Exactly. Yeah, because some games go to extra innings, so you can't just say right. per game. But it is right. it is a loose interpretation of mm. how many runs would this pitcher give up in a single game on average in a single nine inning game yes okay and again this is similar to ovp in that 333 or less is pretty darn good um really you kind of want under Mm -hmm. four to be considered like a solid top end pitcher Mm -hmm. and then elite pitchers are down in like the high one low two range um like this past season uh elvis figueroa of the philly pies had the best era and baseball it was 2.06 and okay. if you think about that like it's not it's not hard for the pies to score two runs so that that puts yeah. the team in position to win quite a bit yeah okay i'm starting to see how this could work so we've got three stats that we've talked about there's rbis how many runs does my team get when i am at bat there is obp which is how likely is it that i'm gonna get on the base when I'm at bat. And then there's ERA, which is earned run average, which is if I'm a pitcher, how many runs am I going to typically let the other team score in a single game? Right? Exactly. Okay. And let's let's just do one more then for pitchers. Sure. If you're on baseball reference, you will see it represented as SO slash BB, which mm. makes no sense. No. To anyone. <laughs> um, so that is a ratio of two different stats. That is SO for strikeout. Okay. And BB, which is another old baseball thing, mm-hmm. uh, it stands for base on balls. Um, and that is a really archaic way of saying walk. Oh. So if you ever see BB in pitching stats or hitting stats, that that just literally just means walk. So SO divided by BB, this is called your strikeout to walk ratio. Huh. And and this is huge because the the two best qualities of a good pitcher mm-hmm. are to get lots of strikeouts and get very mm-hmm. few walks. Like those mm-hmm. are like the top traits of a good pitcher. Um, mm-hmm. obviously ultimately not allowing runs is, but like that's more of yeah. a byproduct of the rest of your skills. Right, um, right. So if a pitcher has a really good strikeout to walk ratio, um, and let's just look, for example, at uh, a, one of my favorite players. And yes, I have favorite players, even though I'm a quote unquote <laughs> journalist, statistician, <laughs> statistician, whatever. One of my favorite players is Gunther O'Brien. And uh, he is exceptionally good at strikeout to walk ratio. Uh, his from season nine was... 29.4 to 1. So for every one walk, he got almost 30 strikeouts. Holy crap. Yeah. So Oh my gosh. And then Gunther of course finished with a 2.45 ERA, so two and a half runs allowed per game. Mm-hmm. Um and, and that's a really good measure of a quality pitcher because because hmm. even if you don't get a lot of strikeouts, if you limit the walks, your strikeout-to-walk yeah. ratio is very good. And that's ideally what you want to see from, from a good pitcher. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I guess the outcomes for a pitcher are someone hits the ball or someone gets struck out or somebody gets walked. 
Right. Yeah. There are there are literally from the pitcher's control, there are three things that can happen, and one of them is always good, a strikeout. One of them mm-hmm. is always bad, a walk, and one of mm-hmm. them is totally random, a hit. So, so if you compare the always good ones to the always bad ones, then that's a pretty good uh, statistic. Yep. Yeah. When you can get 30 times more of the good one than the bad one, that's yeah. usually pretty good. Actually, one interesting note is Sandoval Crossing of the mm-hmm. Hellmouth Sunbeams went about like 60 games this season without allowing a walk. Whoa. Um it was really impressive. So keep an eye out for that because there are some pitchers who are just very, very good at not allowing walks. All right. And we can watch all this on blazeballreference.com. Yeah, you can you can head to Blazeball Reference. Uh, it's blazeball-reference.com. Right, right. And uh, yeah, they they do a fantastic job. I think it's every hour, uh, every Blazeball day uh, at the 50-minute mark, they run an update. So mm-hmm. you'll be able to see sort of in real time how your players, favorite players are evolving and how their stats are going. And, and you can just go straight to your team's page and see everything. So it's, it's right. pretty great. All right. Wow. Well, thank you so much for this great introduction to Blazeball Stats. I'm going to have to check out BlazeballReference.com. We're going to need to go to a break at this point. Uh, but listeners, we'll be right back afterwards with some information about what makes a good Blazeball player and the end of the episode. See you in just a minute. Don't go away. Today's episode of Take Me Out to the Ball Game was brought to you by a song I, Kimberly Dauber, a literal baseball in the sky with a microphone, wrote about baseball. Please enjoy. This is a song about baseball. <clears throat> This is a song about baseball. I wrote it because I'm a baseball too. So if you wanna hear a song about baseball, have I got some good news for you? Cause this is a song about baseball. I wrote it because I'm a baseball too. So if you wanna hear a song about baseball, have I got some good news for you? Cause this is a song about baseball. I wrote it because I'm a baseball too. So if you want to hear a song about baseball. That was a song about baseball by me, Kimberly Dauber. And now, back to the episode. Hello there, listeners. Thanks for sticking around. You're listening to Take Me Out to the Ball Game. And we are back talking to Firewall Andrews of Flangraphs and the Blazeball News Network about understanding and really appreciating Blazeball statistics. In the last half of the episode, we talked about what are some of those statistics and what's cool about them. And now in the second half, we're going to talk a bit about what makes for a good Blazeball player. And of course, we're going to find out what Firewall is love about Blazeball. So... Firewall, first off, can you tell me what are the slats or qualities that make for a good baseball player? Yeah, so I think that a good place to start with this and to shamelessly plug myself is uh, I wrote an article for Blaseball.news um, mm-hmm. titled Why Workman Gloom is the Greatest of All Time. 
And Ooh. in that article, I say that there's never been a better baseball player than Workman Gloom. Um, mm. And the reason I say that is that, yes, York Silk, Jessica Telephone, and Nagomi McDaniel are all technically better, but they were all recipients of blessings buffs that made them way, 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 way mm. better than the normal player. Whereas mm-hmm. Workman did have a peanut reaction that was positive, but mm-hmm. otherwise Workman got by just on their natural talent. And mm-hmm. it was incredible talent. So just to kind of give some perspective, all-time batting average, which is how many times you get a hit versus how many times you try to get a hit, mm-hmm. best of all time. On wow. base percentage, which we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. second all-time. And even in terms of you know some of the other stats that are like counting stats that aren't ratios, so to speak, Uh, Workman Mm -hmm. is still like near the top of a lot of leaderboards for things that they haven't been able to compete in for two seasons now, rest and violence. Mm. Okay. And this is all, of course, in the Workman Gloom article on Blazeball.news. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So you can go check all that out there and and kind of read. I got some, I got to talk to Beasley, uh, Workman's dog. So it's Mm. very interesting. You should definitely check it out. But from a nerdy numbers perspective, because I mentioned OBP earlier and- I said, yeah, anything above 300 is generally good. 333 is like getting into like elite territory. For their career, Workman had an OBP of 415. So 42% of the time when they came up to bat, they got on base. Holy cow. And that's that's, that's really good. That's really, really good. And one of the ways that you can sort of see that and appreciate that is – if the player gets more walks and strikeouts, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. If you know how to avoid getting struck out and if you know how to take a walk, you're already off to a great start. Right, because walks are always good. And strikeouts are always bad. And strikeouts are always bad. Huh. Exactly. Wow. So there's one more stat that I'll, I'll introduce, and this is a bit of a bonus stat, um, mm. but it is it's a little more advanced. Um, so I won't do, right. dive too deep into it, but... Um, this will just be a take my word for it. Um, The stat is OPS and you'll find it on baseball reference as well. It is a combination of the on-base percentage and the slugging percentage. We haven't gone into slugging percentage. I won't explain what it is except to say broadly, it's the amount of bases that you get per hit. Okay. So it's kind of this all around stat and it's a really good, like one-stop shop. If you just want to see generally how good a hitter is, Mm. that's it. Only Nagomi McDaniel and Jessica telephone have a better <laughs> OPS than Workman all time. Wow. Um, wow. And the all three of them have an OPS along with Connor Haley of the Dallas Stakes and, and York Silk of um, formerly of the Hawaii Fridays have mm-hmm. them above one. And that's mm-hmm. like absolutely elite. Like if, if you see your hitter at any point during the season with an OPS of one point something, that's fantastic. They are having a career season. Yeah. But consider that Workman and Nagomi <laughs> and Jessica have done that for their entire careers. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So that's for batters. What about pitchers? Like, okay, how about how about this? How about I'm going to give you a pitcher, okay. and you don't know what this is beforehand. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a pitcher, and you tell me how you evaluate whether this pitcher is good. What's your assessment of them? Okay, okay. you ready? Sounds good, yeah. All right. One of the most critical pitchers coming up in the upcoming season, I think, is going to be Sexton Weirer of the Unlimited Tacos. 
given that Sexton is the only pitcher for the Unlimited Tacos currently. <laughs> so what's your evaluation of this baseball player who's about to play a lot of games? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sexton is in a very interesting position, and it is one of the things that is important to know about stats is if you go to baseball Reference on the leaderboards page and you mm-hmm. go to earned runs allowed which is just mm-hmm. or it says earned runs it's just the number of runs allowed you'll see sexton is way ahead of everyone else and that's a bad mm-hmm. stat mm-hmm. but that's not representative of how well sexton played mm-hmm. because when you play more games you allow more runs that's just how it goes and that's why yeah. there are so many stats that are ratios that have decimals in them because mm-hmm. that levels the playing field and okay. So yes, Sexton Weir allowed 564 runs in season nine, but finished with a six ERA. So that's still not great, but that means that they only allowed six runs per game, especially with a pitcher like this. You need to look at the stats that break it down by per nine innings, per inning, etc. And the real problem is, and it's what we were discussing earlier, is strikeout and walk ratios. Um, yeah. So Sexton threw four and a half strikeouts per nine innings and 2.8 walks. So that's only a strikeout to walk ratio of 1.6, and that's very low. And so that's where Sexton needs to take a step forward this season if they want to have a good season for the Tacos is the strikeouts need to go up and then the walks need to come down. Using the per nine or per inning measurements on mm-hmm. baseball mm-hmm. reference, that's a great way to sort of gauge if they're doing better or worse because yeah they will be very important to the taco success obviously and and i think that you know with the tag team pitching blessing they should at least be able to do a little bit better than they did in season nine all right so it sounds like we've actually got some of the knowledge that we need to evaluate pitchers if we understand uh era and we understand um strikeouts to walk ratio yep that's almost everything that's available. The, the one thing that's left, and it's pretty easy to figure out if you your own baseball reference, is just home runs allowed. Hmm. Uh, there's a column that's just how many home runs per nine innings do they allow. Yeah. Sexton wasn't great at that either, unfortunately. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Gave up almost two per nine innings, whereas the, the league leaders were under a half per game. Yeah. So yeah. definitely hmm. some room for improvement there. Definitely some room for improvement there. Well, best of luck to Sexton Weirer and the Tacos in that area. Uh, We're almost out of time. I think we've got time for one more question for you, Firewall. And that's, as you know, we are all love baseball. So I would like to know, what are you love about baseball? I mean, it goes without saying that I love the stats. I love to get nerdy about the stats. <laughs> I love to dig into all these things. And quite frankly, I love to learn and see new stats emerging from Sibber mm. and from all the great smart minds in, in baseball. I, I want to see more. I want to see, I want to know what Connor Haley's exit velocity is. I want to know what <laughs> Jalen Hotdog Fingers XFIP is. I want to know what Richardson Games defensive run saved is i want to know these things and i think that one day we will but for now we just have to settle for for what we've got but even then there's a great reference there's great references on baseball reference and a nice little trick here if there's anything that you come across that seems confusing you want some context for it etc if you go to the leaders page not only Mm -hmm. does it list 
the players who did the best in each category the past season. But each header has the stats spelled out instead of in abbreviations. Um, oh, and so you so can useful. just use that as a cross-reference as you're using baseball reference if you do get confused. Because not only does it show you what the abbreviations stand for, but it shows you what the leaders in each category have done. Yeah. So you can see like, oh, hey, my favorite player hit 10 triples. Is that good? And then you go and see that Jesus Coke hit 31 for Canada and say, yeah, okay, maybe 10 mm-hmm. isn't that great. So it's a, it's a good point of reference if you are kind of looking into what your team's favorite players can do. All right. Yeah, that's a great tip. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Firewall. It was great to have you here. Listeners, that is all we've got for today. Hope you've enjoyed learning more about statistics. Uh, Firewall, if our listeners are in love with Slats now and they want to know more from you, where can they find you? Well, my personal Twitter account is at FirewallAndrews. Uh, no spaces or underscores or anything. Um, but I also manage the Flangraphs account, which is where I do most of my work. And that is Flangraphs Blaze on Twitter. Uh, and you can also find all of my work on Blaseball.news. Fantastic. All right, listeners, remember to subscribe to Take Me Out to the Ball Game wherever podcasts are found. Follow us on Twitter at BlazeballPod and email us at BlazeballPodcast at gmail.com. You can send in a question, dedicate a soul scream, or suggest something that we should interview you about. And finally, if you know someone who would enjoy this podcast, please do them a favor and tell them about it, because I bet they'll be glad that you did. I am Kimberly Dauber. You have been listening to Take Me Out to the Ball Game. And thank you for participating in the cultural event of baseball. ball.